These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride, purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have great news for you. Our partners at Bet Online they continue to get it done as the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. You can find reviews and news for every league from the NFL to the NHL, even golf and everything in between. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting props and futures. All you have to do is head on over to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. But here's the thing. Make sure you use our promo code BELIEVE50. That's B-L-E-A-V-50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Get started today with Bet Online, where the game starts. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Delhi. It's all good. Hi, this is Bob Costas, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. Gimbal Sports Platter is back with you. Go over the major platforms. Make sure you download, subscribe, rate, and review the show. We are brought to you by our great friend Brian Comboy at Mass Mutual New York State. Tax efficient retirement planning today. Hey, it doesn't matter what your situation is, man. Brian's got you covered. Might be sending a youngster to college. Maybe you're retiring. Maybe you're moving into a new, um, you know, a, a new job. Uh, whatever the case may be, uh, moving into a new house. Whatever, whatever it is, uh, he's got the absolute best plans for you. We are super, super, super excited uh, with our plan and our future through Brian Convoy of Mass Mutual New York State. And you can get him on LinkedIn. You can get him on Facebook, and of course at advisors.massmutual.com. That's advisors.massmutual.com. And a huge tip of the cap thank you as well to our friends from Camillus Golf Club, the Vince Guerra Consulting Group, and the new official university of the ML Sports Platter, St. Bonaventure University. And I am so happy to have them on the program. They're going to be with me all 2023 and part of 2024. And listen, you can go online today, online.sbu.edu, and study, get an extraordinary education online. You can earn your degree in a flexible online format that prepares you for both personal and professional success. It's quality, it's value, it's St. Bonaventure University, it's my alma mater, beautiful campus, amazing professors, Master of Business Administration, you can get Master of Science and Business Analytics, Master of Arts and Communication, Digital Journalism, Sports Journalism, Leadership, and a heck of a lot more. So make sure you go there too, online.sbu.edu, that's online. 
edu and it's the perfect combination to fuel your growth and open the doors of opportunity at St. Bonaventure University, the official college of the ML Sports Platter. Week 17 is in the books. Obviously, it ended um, in, in, in a terrifying fashion on Monday night, and we'll, we'll kind of get to that here in a minute. Um, but, you know, for the sake of what the week was in the games, um, you know, I do my, uh, you know, I do my recap every week. And so here it is. Um, let's go all the way back to last Thursday. Um, this game was a must win for the Titans. Um, you know, they, they, they can only, they, they can only beat you that one way. They can only beat you, you know, throwing haymakers and playing as physical as they possibly can. It's the only way they can do it. They can't outscore you. If they get down, they can't come back. I've said it all along. And I thought the Dallas defense did a tremendous job in this game. Um, obviously, you know, neutralizing. And, and Derrick Henry wasn't in, which obviously kills you every time. But, you know, they really neutralized Tennessee's physicality. And, you know, they the Cowboys weren't really able to run the ball that great. Uh, C.D. Lamb had a 100-yard game. He's a pretty good player. I don't know if he's a bona fide you know, no doubt about it, um, you know, number one. Uh, but he's serviceable as, as definitely, a, you know, a 1A or a 1B or a 2, um, you know, and, and they got basically everything that they needed in this game, um, you know, from from him. And Dak was, um, was okay. I don't think I'm ever going to be a Dak fan. You know, I just, every single time I watch the guy, I just, I, I just, there's nothing about him that I really, really love um, other than like his character. But Dallas, to me, won the physicality battle and, you know, C.D. Lamb taking over the game. It was huge. Um, you know, the Titans were so banged up. Uh, it was a really tall hurdle. It obviously, it was a must win for their playoff hopes. They're out now. Um, but, man, when you're missing that many people, it's really, really hard. I mean, you're on, you know, your third string quarterback. Uh, just not good, you know, not not a good year for the Titans. They started out poorly, then they rebounded, then they just have fallen off a cliff. And so the Cowboys get it done 27-13. Um, meaningless game in Atlanta, 20-19 Falcons beat the Cardinals. Um, you know, I think this was actually a pretty entertaining game. Went down to the wire and, uh, you know, the, 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 the coup, the kicker, um, you know, makes the, uh, makes the game-winning field goal. Uh, wasn't a lot of offense, wasn't a lot of entertainment until just the end. And uh, Atlanta gets a win over uh, Arizona in this one, 20-19. Lions beat the Bears 41-10. to And the Lions offense is really, really, really good. I mean, St. Brown catching it, Williams running it. Jared Goff has had a spectacular season. They're going to have to think about uh, what they're going to do with Jared Goff. Now, you might still draft a quarterback to groom under him, maybe take over in two or three years. But Jared Goff... I'm telling you right now, he has had a year where he deserves to come back to this team. He's still only 28 years old. He's reminded us of why he was a number one pick. He's thrown for 29 touchdowns. His QBR is 62.6. That's tied for six in the league. And he's thrown for 4,214 yards. Now, listen, I know it's a pass league. I know numbers are inflated and all that. But Jared Goff is a pretty good year. And they have a shot to make the playoffs. And they've got a winner take. Uh, you know, winner-take-all game uh, in Green Bay. I think that'll be a really hard game, obviously, uh, with the Packers starting to kind of show their might a little bit here recently. And plus, who wants to go into Green Bay in January? Nobody. Uh, although the San Francisco 49ers wanted to, and 
frankly, Aaron Rodgers has been getting beat left and right in the postseason. So maybe you do want to go to Lambeau Field. But hey, as far as the regular season goes, uh, I, I wouldn't want to go to that game, you know, with everything on the line. I wouldn't want to go there. I'd rather have it in my backyard, you know. Uh, Chiefs beat the Broncos. This game was dicey for Kansas City for quite a while, 27-24. to 24. Uh, McKinnon made history with this one, uh, fifth receiving TD in five consecutive games. He was fantastic. Patrick Mahomes was vintage Patrick Mahomes when he had to be. Um, you know, they didn't get a ton of rush yardage uh, in this game. And, and obviously with the offense, you know, Kadarius Toney, uh, his best game so far as a chief. Uh, you know, Travis Kelsey, um, you know, got in the action with seven catches, only 43 yards. He hasn't really had a blow away year. And, and the Chiefs really just couldn't run the football. Uh, at all, um, they had to kind of come back in this game, and but again, when Mahomes, when when you need him, he's going to be there. Um, you know, Russell Wilson was his usual terrible self. I don't know what the hell has happened to him, uh, but he is just completely and utterly a disaster. Uh, you know, Snead picked off that ball; he threw it right to him. Russell Wilson's throwing into double coverage, triple coverage. Uh, he's not reading anything at the line. His teammates don't like him. That is a clown show in Denver, if you've ever seen one. And oh, by the way. It'd be nice if you could just say, oh, well, we'll just go draft a quarter. Oh, wait, all of our picks are gone because we traded them for freaking Russell Wilson. So the only hope, I think, for them at this point is to, you know, have him snap out of this because it's ugly, man. It really is. Patriots 23-21 winners over the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins, oh, I thought they were going to the Super Bowl after they beat the Bills earlier in the season, huh? Well, they're 8-8. and and, um, you know, injuries galore. You want to, you know, cry me a river. You're a Dolphin fan, right? Where were you when the Bills, you know, lost Micah Hyde for the year and Von Miller for the year and Josh uh, Allen's been battling the elbow and uh, they've had it, it, Trey White hasn't, you know, was out still with the ACL until just recently, um, you know, banged up here, banged up there. Offensive line, you know, complete and utter makeshift uh, of offensive linemen um, with injuries and Mitch Morris and the concussion and Jordan Poyer has been hurt. And, I mean, come on, injuries, my gosh. The, the Bills are as injured as any team in the NFL. Now the Dolphins are injured, and they want to use the – some of the fans want to use it for, you know, as an excuse. Um, but the Dolphins just haven't played, even when everybody is in there fully healthy. Uh, they have not played good football since November. Um, they lost every game in December. They started out the, the fresh month with a loss. And uh, Miami's toast. And New England – um, you know, what, what an unbelievable, I mean, an eight and eight year so far, uh, chance to, you know, win, um, next week, um, in Buffalo and New England played just a, a really controlled game. Um, you know, the Duger pick six was, uh, Duggar pick six was unbelievable and New England, if they win, they win how they beat the Dolphins this past weekend, right? That that's how they win. And if you look at the playoff teams right now, um, you have the following situation. You have a, let me see, who's clinched? uh, X, Y, and Z. Let me see who's clinched here. Uh, You've got the Bills, obviously. You've got the Bengals and Ravens going to make the playoffs. One of those teams will win the division. Um, You know, the Jags are in lockstep to win the AFC South. Um, the Chiefs have clinched, uh, the Chargers have clinched. And so what you're looking at here is New England, you know, uh, is right there. Um, they're right there to make the playoffs. Um, you know, they're going to have to beat Buffalo, obviously, to get in. 
Um, but that's where we're at, you know, in, in the AFC West that everybody talked about going into the year. Well, the Raiders and the Char- the Raiders and the Broncos have been absolutely horrific. And so two playoff teams are in Chargers and Chiefs, um, you know, and uh, I, I got to tell you, I mean, New England getting in the playoffs would be one of the best coaching jobs by Bill Belichick in his entire career. There's no doubt about it. So you're looking at Bills, you're looking at Bengals or Ravens, um, Jaguars probably win the South here. AFC West, Kansas City, and then the only other, you know, there's there's two teams, really, um, you know, fighting for the postseason, and, uh, you know, we, we, we know who those teams are. Um, so one, two, three, four, five, six, with one spot open, and New England uh, has an opportunity uh, right in front of them, you know. Uh, Pittsburgh's been hanging around this year. Another unbelievable, unbelievable coaching job by Mike Tomlin. I mean, to get this team at eight and eight, with all the quarterback ro- woes, a rookie quarterback, Mitch Trubisky, uh, the T.J. Watt injury. I mean, good lord, like it's it's really an unbelievable situation. Um, it really, it really is amazing. Um, so the Patriots are, you know, one of the more surprising teams. You know of the, uh, of the season. And I'm really, really, really looking forward to seeing how they, how they surround Mac Jones or move on from Mac Jones. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not really sure what they're going to do. Um, I'm not a huge Mac Jones fan. Um, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see what you know what happens. Um, as far as the NFL playoff picture, it was it was pretty fuzzy a week ago, and now it's mostly in focus. Um, you know, which most of the postseason contenders know that you know they're going to be playing for a possible berth in the Super Bowl. Um, there are some seeds though. As I continue through the games, the top one in the NFC for one, and the wild card berths in both conferences that have yet to be decided. Um, so again, the home field thing. With the AFC, you've got, you know, Bills or Chiefs, maybe even Bengals. We don't know if they're going to play that game. Um, you know, the Jaguars, they'll have to beat or tie the Titans this Saturday to win the AFC South. It's that simple. Um, I already talked about the Chargers and Ravens being in. The Patriots, though, before I move off of the Patriots in this game, this is where it gets complicated, okay? The Patriots can grab the final AFC spot with a win over the Bills, they could also do it, though, and I had to look this up. I wanted to make sure I got this right. They can also do it if both the Dolphins lose to the Jets and if the Steelers lose to the Browns. The Dolphins are in with a win and a Patriots loss. The Steelers are in if they beat the Browns and both the Dolphins and Pats lose. And the Jaguars are actually still a possible number 7 seed if they lose to the Titans, but they need everyone to lose outside of that picture. Pats, Steelers, Dolphins. So that's the AFC playoff picture. Wild stuff. Uh, I'll get to the NFC uh, here uh, in, in, in just a moment. Um, but let's kind of motor through a, a few more of these games uh, from the week that was in the NFL for Week 17, brought to you by Burn Dairy and Stanley Law Offices. The Giants pounded the Colts. And, you know, Brian Dable, to me, is Coach of the Year. I don't think there's any question about it. And, you know, Daniel Jones, I'm not a huge fan of him either. But you can see that he has he improved. I, don't, I still don't love his game. But he was so much better than last year, and it's straight-up coaching, man. It really is. He's burning teams with his legs. He's burning teams at times with his arms. 
um, with his arm. You know, fourth TD of the game he scored uh, late in this one. Um, This this team right now is playing with so much confidence and one of the big surprises in the NFL, the New York football giants. They just really need to work on some pieces uh, if they want to become an upper echelon team, and maybe that position also includes quarterback. Uh, the Saints beat the Eagles 20-10 to in just an absolute shocker. Um, Minshew threw a crucial, crucial fourth-quarter pick six. I mean, that was that was brutal. <laughs> that was just a brutal, brutal, brutal pick. And, you know, I was really impressed with that Saints defense, man. I mean, you know, we've seen... We've seen the Saints defenses you know, in the past, just absolutely throttle opponents, throttle them. And I'm telling you right now, I love, absolutely love the overall moxie and the overall determination of some of the guys on this football team. This is the post-Drew Brees era. It's the post-Sean Payton era. Things have not been great. Dennis Allen is not a good coach. Um... And the, and the defense just came to play. Now, I understand no Jalen Hurts hurt him in this game the most, I'm sure. But the Saints are a bad enough team where the Eagles, you know, should be able to play better than they did at home, you know, especially. Um, you know, obviously, Marshawn Lattimore being out forever gets the pick six. Um, Philadelphia 13-3 and now, 6-2 and at home. You know, I, I mean, are they, are they as good as we thought? Um, and again, I know they didn't have Hurts, but... You know, are they as good as, as maybe a few weeks ago? I'm not sure now, right? I, I mean, I think the 49ers are the team to beat now in the NFC. I really do. I think the Eagles have come back a little bit. This Hurts injury could be a real problem. Um, it could linger, so we're going to have to follow along on that. The Buccaneers beat the Panthers 30-24 to to win the division. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, somehow, some way, you know, they were struggling. They were this, they were that. And all you need is Tom Brady to Mike Evans. And Tom Brady went 34-45 for 432 yards and three touchdowns. Mike Evans went for 10 catches and 207 yards. He caught three touchdowns. Brady and Mike Evans absolutely took over this game against the Carolina Panthers. And look, Tampa's dangerous, right? I mean, they are. They're a dangerous playoff team. Tom Brady, we know. We've seen it before. The guy's played in 10 Super Bowls. He's won seven. The defense is lights out. The Bucks are a scary team all of a sudden, and that's what you wanted if you were a Tampa Bay fan. You know, the trials and tribulations, how good can we be at the end of December, early January? Can we sneak in? Can we figure this thing out? Well, here they are, and now they're dangerous. Browns beat the Commanders 24-10. to um, Nobody really looked that great in this game other than Chubb and Cooper as far as offensive weapons. Um, it was it was a defensive slog fest. It was a very, very difficult game for um, you know both teams at times, but especially Washington to move the football. And uh, the Browns get a win 7-9 and nine on the season now for them. The Commanders are 7-8-1. and one. Jaguars roll the Texans 31-3. Uh, this was just a game where one team is the worst in the NFL and the other one is close to being... A, an annual, you know, not just divisional contender, but I think a, a possible playoff problem for the rest of the AFC. I mean, if they can continue to surround Trevor Lawrence and they got those dudes on defense, they finally got a coach in there. Uh, Jacksonville, the future is very, very bright. And they got a, you know, they, they have a chance to win the division this week. I mean, that's, that's incredible, you know. And I know that me- mediocrity is, is part of it. You know, eight and eight, you're like, oh my goodness, how good are these teams? 
But that's the NFL. I mean, you you see that a lot in the NFL. We we've seen it in the past. A 16 game schedule. We've seen nine and seven win divisions. Nine and seven isn't a great record. It's just two games above 500. So um, that's not too different from eight and eight right now. Uh, and the Jaguars. And I, I think really honestly, um, you know, with the way the defense is playing, um, you know, that the defensive scoop and scores, the the constant pressure, uh, tremendous physical coverage. Uh, the Jaguars could go into the playoffs and be a problem for someone. They really could. If Trevor Lawrence is on his game, they could be a problem. ML Sports Platter here brought to you by the Vince Aguera Consulting Group, Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, and Ken's Auto Detailing. Coming up next, I'm going to recap the rest of the games in the NFL and tell you a little bit about the NFC playoff picture. All of that is coming up next here on the ML Sports Platter. ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by our great friend Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State. Jam and Beats and St. Bonaventure University. The 49ers are, to me, the team to beat in the NFC. They are all of a sudden 12-4. and Christian McCaffrey running wild. And their defense makes plays when they need it. I've talked about the defense all year. I think it's one of the best defenses in the NFL. Now, they gave up 34 to the Raiders, but hey, they got a huge interception from from uh, Tayshawn Gibson, and it set up the game-winning field goal in overtime. And the 49ers continue to roll. They continue to put up points and continue to be a factor offensively and defensively. They're a complete football team. They're well-coached. Um, Brock Purdy continues to do his thing. And I think Brock Purdy is good enough to lead them to a Super Bowl. Oh, and oh, by the way, they still haven't even had Debo Samuel. <laughs> You know, it's it, it's uh, it, it's unbelievable. You know, it really is, and I think that they're they're the team to beat in in, in the NFC. By the way, Fred Warner, just another whole hum, twelve tackles, four of which were solo, um, in in this game, just amazing. Nick Nick Bosa was held off the sack chart uh, finally in in this game, uh, but the 49ers, Look, it wasn't their best defensive game, but again, when they needed a play, they made it. Uh, and San Francisco, to me, is is the team to beat in the NFC. Seahawks pounded the Jets. Was it a Geno Smith revenge game, or was it just a regular Seahawks revenge game? I'm not really sure. Um, but, you know, um, they had great running from Kenneth Walker III. The atmosphere was too difficult. The home field, all that. And uh, the Seahawks roll over the Jets 23-6. Vikings are starting to look wobbly, right? They go into Green Bay and get slaughtered. Uh, the ground game for Green Bay is really, really picking up. Um, you know, A.J. Dillon and Jones, these guys, that's how they want to play football. That, that was the DNA. That was the model going into this season. They wanted to utilize, you know, those two backs, uh, you know, and then have Aaron Rodgers throw it between, oh, I don't know, 22 and 27 or 8 times a game. He threw it 24 times in this game. You know, they ended up winning. Um, will Aaron Rodgers have to make throws in the playoffs to get him to a Super Bowl? Probably, but Aaron Rodgers, um, you know, look, first things first, you got to beat Detroit, right? That's all there is to it. Um, you know, at Lambeau, and, uh, and and you're in. I mean, it's it's that simple. Um, Chargers beat the Rams 31-10. to Just one really bad L.A. team and a really good L.A. team right now. Uh, I, I think the Chargers, I'm starting to turn a little bit on the Chargers. Um, you know, we'll have to see what they do in big spots with their coaching. But Austin Eckler was absolutely terrific. Uh, that 72-yard touchdown was, was, was a thing of beauty. And the Chargers are 10-6. and six. This is a team that we should have seen last year. Uh, you cannot miss the playoffs. You cannot take a ton of those chances uh, in terms of, you know, let's let's be honest, okay? When you have Justin Herbert, you have this all-world talent. You can't screw that up, 
right? And they coughed up a lot of games last year. They went for it a ton on fourth down in, in, in their own territory. It ended up costing them. The last game of the year cost them, obviously. Well, it's a little bit of a new team. Now, I'm not sold on Brandon Staley still. I'm not. But the Chargers are better, and they are taking less chances and being smarter you know, with football 101 here, okay? Mike Williams continues to be uncoverable. And Herbert, you know, he had a home game, 21-28, 212 yards and two touchdowns. The Chargers are 10-6. and six. Steelers beat the Ravens 16-13, and this was exactly how I thought this game was going to go. Backyard brawl, physicality, bloodbath, rivals, right? And Kenny Pickett finds Najee Harris for the go-ahead touchdown late in the fourth quarter. Uh, it was just a terrific play. Uh, the Steelers uh, executing when they need it the most. Mike Tomlin getting his guys to believe. Um, they are the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, a lot of people thought they were going into full rebuild, right? I did not. I picked them to make the playoffs. I believe in Mike Tomlin. He has got to be one of the top couple, two, three, four coaches in the NFL. I mean, you know, I, I think, you know, in, in no probably particular order. You'd still have to put Belichick somewhere in there. I would say you'd have to throw Andy Reid in there with, you know, the success that he's had in Kansas City. Um, I think Mike Tomlin's got to be in the conversation, no question about it. Uh, you know, Sean McVay's had a tough year this year, Super Bowl hangover and injuries and all the rest, but, you know, he, he might have to be in there. Um, you know, but that might be your, you know, your top four or five right there, you know, and, and I think Mike Tomlin deserves a chance to be in there. There's no doubt about it. Just an unbelievable uh, job by him to get them uh, in position. Um, and before I talk about the Monday night game that didn't end up happening, um, I got to go through the NFC uh, situation here with the playoffs, right? The, the Eagles are suddenly facing a challenge to the top seed in the NFC. A win over the Giants and they're number one. But if the Niners and Cowboys lose their games, they're also the top seed. A win or a Cowboy loss means they at least win the NFC East. Um, the 49ers, they can grab the number one seed simply by beating the Cardinals, but they also need the Eagles to lose. Vikings, they're currently locked into the three seed, but that could change. Tampa Bay's won the NFC South. They're going to stay at the four. They can't move up, can't move down, and that's another thing for Tampa. They can rest all their guys. Uh, they're already in. They are the champions of the NFC South. A win over the Commanders and an Eagles loss means that the, uh, the Cowboys win the NFC East, and you add those results to a Niners loss to the Cardinals, and they can get both the NFC East, and the top seed in the conference. The Giants have clinched the number six as a wild card. And number seven with Seattle. This is another complicated scenario, like I explained uh, you know, in the AFC. Um, the Seahawks can clinch the spot by beating the Rams in Week 18 and the Packers losing to the Lions. The Packers win, they're in, that's it. The Lions can get the seventh seed with a win over the Packers, but they also need the Seahawks to lose their game. So, looks probably more like, I mean... The Seahawks getting in, um, I, I would, if you're asking me to guess a situation with which team gets that seed, um, you know, I probably believe in, I probably believe in, in the Seahawks, you know, right now because they're playing the Rams, right? That's, that's just it. Um, the final thing is obviously the Monday night game with the Bills and Bengals. They, uh, suspended it. DeMar Hamlin, um, it was just a terrifying scene. Uh, DeMar Hamlin made a tackle. It looked basic. Um, and then he stood up, and all of a sudden he went down. And they performed CPR on him. It was cardiac arrest. It was touch and go. It still is touch and go. As I record this, it's it's critical condition. They've stabilized him. 
Um, you know, and, and he's got, you know, a tube down his throat for breathing and, and all these different things. So, um, you know, just hopefully this kid can make it out of this terrible situation. He is a wonderful human being. Um, he's gone through so much adversity in his life in high school and college. Um, it, it, it was just, it was terrifying to watch. It, it was devastating. Um, you know, you, you, you have a pit in your stomach as you're watching, you know, everything unfold. And, you know, there were multiple reports out there that s said that the NFL said to take five. And then other people are trying to tell you that, like, well, Troy Vincent said, you know, that the, it was never discussed to go back out on the field by the NFL. I find that hard to believe because I don't think Troy Vincent represents every single voice in the NFL. The broadcasters, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, they were saying that, that they were, you know, given time. And so that was followed up by, well, we just don't know if we're going to be playing this game tonight. We don't know if we're going to be playing it this week, if at all. The, the bottom line is, the bottom line is, they made the right move in the end. And if most of the reports are true, where, you know, the coaches and players were told, you know, hey, take five, and the coaches were like, F that, no way, we're not playing, you know, we're not going back out there, good for the coaches and good for everybody all involved. And you know what it showed? One thing, if there's one good thing to come out of this, it is no doubt that it's more than football. It's more than football. It's more than the game. It's more than blocking, tackling, highlights, you know, all the stuff we do, fantasy football, it's way more than that. And we are pulling for DeMar Hamlin. I really hope he's okay. And, you know, the Bills, we'll, we'll have to see, you know, where things go from here. But I thought both teams were amazing to one another. The fan bases were amazing to one another. The DeMar Hamlin, um, you know, foundation uh, thing that he's got is already up over $4 million last I read. Just amazing stuff. So, we keep praying for DeMar Hamlin. We hope he snaps out of it. Really do. Um, finally, I'm just going to hand out my game ball, and I'm going to actually give it – I mean, listen, it's easy to give it to Tom Brady. It really is. But Mike Evans got open, 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 and he carved up the Panthers' defense, and he gave Brady, Brady so many quick, easy looks. Uh, he hit him short. He hit him long. I think Mike Evans, that was one of his best games of his career, and he went for 10 catches, 207 yards, and three touchdowns. So my game ball goes to Mike Evans. So there's your Week 17 recap in the NFL. I'm Mike Lindsley, the ML Sports Platter. Thanks for listening. We are brought to you by our great friends over at Camillus Golf Club, Ken's Auto Detailing, and Rosie's Corner. Stop by for Fish Friday this Friday at Rosie's. Route 11 in Burton in front of the Burton Bridge. Gift cards available for every occasion. Pizza wing combinations, you name it. Try the Meatball Bomber. It's all at Rosie's Corner, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it pizza wings wraps or a fresh salad plus something to wash it down then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials now you can get your burned dairy and deli favorites delivered with doordash all day every day you can count on burned dairy and deli it's all good thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.